Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I am your host, Nikki, and today I wanted to dive deeper into a post I shared on my Instagram. In case you don't follow me, my Instagram handle is at justget.fit. And essentially, a couple days ago, we had some chips around. I ate way too many, and I want to focus on the the overeating aspect. It wasn't just I ate chips. I don't have any issue with any foods or people, you know, eating quote unquote junk food or chips or chocolate. Absolutely not. So this isn't simply a, I ate something I'm not supposed to, and now I feel bad. I physically overate chips. And that is, for me, that's a trigger food. That's something where I definitely find I have a harder time controlling the amount of food. It's something that I really like. It, you know, hits all the right spots. And so the chances of me overeating it are significantly higher than anything else. And so this happened and I literally just sat there after and I told my hubby, I'm like, I feel disgusting. I just, I feel disgusting. I feel awful. It's that you know, after you've eaten something that's a little bit greasy and fried and just sits in your stomach. And I do feel a difference in how I, well, and how my stomach feels and how my body feels when I eat too much of anything, but especially chips. And so I really wanted to talk about this because yes, I am a nutrition coach. I am someone who talks about healing my relationship with food and improving that interaction I have with food and how I eat. But I want to bring this up because just because I know what to do, and just because I haven't been practicing certain things for years, and I do say years, things don't always go smoothly. I have days where I slip and I fall. I eat like crap. I don't feel very good. I make poor choices. But I am also so different in how I react and respond to these days. I get back up a lot faster. And instead of thinking, oh, well, I ate really poorly just now, I might as well just say, screw it, throw everything out the window. And, you know, maybe on Monday, I'll start again, or maybe tomorrow, I'll start again. I've dropped that mentality. I think about, okay, yes, I ate more than I wanted. I don't feel my best this has not gone as planned. What can I do at my next meal? I don't have to wait four days until Monday to feel better. I don't have to wait till tomorrow to make a change. I have an opportunity to make a change at the next time I eat. And I think really taking control of the situation and saying, okay, yeah, sure, this didn't go well. But I have the power to choose something different for myself because I know it it's really easy to spiral. It's really easy to think, oh, you know what, screw it. Today is a complete write-off. I might as well just go hard, eat all the crap I've been depriving myself of and keep going. And that's a really vicious cycle to be in because if you feel like you're depriving yourself of a whole long list of foods, then yes, this is the cycle you are undoubtedly going to fall into over and over. And so 
I do think it's important to honor your cravings. I do think it's important to eat foods you like and love regularly. And even if you are doing those things, you might experience a day like me where you go, oops, oops, that was not what I intended. And this is where working on your mentality is important. Thinking about what can you do next versus what can you do next week or tomorrow or in a couple of days. What is going to make you feel better? Why do you need to wait? And so really making an effort to be more reflective is also a huge part of improving my relationship with food. Because this is what happened. Yes, I overwrite chips. Yes, I felt awful. And I mean, I hate that I use the word disgusting, but that is literally the word I use. And so I want to be true to what I said, because no, it's not a positive thing to say, but it is how I felt in that moment. And so being reflective after that and after feeling like that is really important. And so it's not just going, okay, well, yeah, I'll have salad for dinner. It's what led to me doing something that made me feel poorly. What led to me overeating? And so I took time to think about it. And when I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I went for a 20 kilometer bike ride. I didn't really have proper lunch. And so I'm hungry, maybe a little bit dehydrated. And our little pupper has been getting up way too early, no matter what time I go to bed. So that means I'm also, uh, well, pretty darn sleep deprived. And so the combination of these things is what led to me overeating chips. It's not the fact that I had chips around. It's well, okay, I'm hungry. I grabbed the bag, put the entire bag in front of me. I didn't portion it out. I didn't stop and think, wow, Nikki, your hunger is a level seven to 10. You should actually probably be having a meal instead of, you know, putting your entire hand and the bottom of this chip bag and eating until, well, this family sized chip bag is essentially empty. That's bound to make most people feel not their best. And this is why that reflective element, though, is so important, because if you can pinpoint what led to something happening, it's a lot more likely that you're going to be able to avoid having the same mistake. And maybe mistake isn't the right word, but maybe reduce the chance of you encountering the same issues over and over. Because I think we get into this weird habit where we we think our mindset is, okay, I'm either on the wagon or I'm off the wagon. I'm either fully committed or I'm, you know, YOLO, eat everything, do whatever, drink everything, doesn't matter. And we we don't find that middle ground. Because when we, you know, we're making an effort to be healthy and do all these things that are positive for our body and our brain, when we slip up, we think, huh, it's the end of the world. Well, might as well, might as well just let it be, say screw it, because I'm gonna have to start again. But we don't just start again with everything in life. Imagine if every time you tripped, you're like, Oh, I gotta go home. I, I tripped. So now I gotta go home, start again. What happens if you do that in the workplace? Oops, made a mistake, gotta quit my job, gotta find something, you gotta start again. That's not how this works in actual day-to-day life. You don't just start again because you made a mistake. 
It's like when you see children learn to walk, they trip, they fall, they get back up. And the same thing happens, right? You keep going. And so it's not about moving forward in perfection. It's not about doing everything perfectly every single time, but it's about taking those baby steps and every time you slip and fall, getting back up. Yeah, two steps forward and one step backward isn't always ideal, but it is still one step forward. It is still a step in the right direction. And so if you're able to get back up and continue moving forward, as opposed to thinking, oh, well, this hasn't gone well, so I might as well just give up for now, you're going to be a lot further ahead. Because I know from my own experiences, every time something didn't go well, and I would give up, and I would go, okay, well, I guess I have to restart on Monday. Well, how much time did I lose? How much energy did I just throw to the side for one little mistake? And the thing is, we are so hard on ourselves that we think these slips are the end of the world. We don't deserve to keep going. We need to start again and we need to do it perfectly. Otherwise, what's the point? I hate that. And I, I get that mentality because I thought it for so long. But what if you shift your mindset to thinking, it's what I do on average that's going to determine my results. It's what I do 80% of the time that's going to get me where I want to be. Even if I mess up 20%, even if I slip and fall, even if I eat when I'm not hungry, even if I overeat, even if I have more chips or a bigger serving than I intend to, if the other 80% of the time you are honoring your hunger, you are getting your steps and you're trying to be active, you're focusing on your protein intake, whatever it is that you're, you're focusing on that week, it's what you do on average that determines your results. It's not one perfect week. It's not two perfect weeks. It's what you're doing long term. So yes, it's okay to slip and fall. It doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you a failure. It makes you human. It makes you someone who is likely juggling a lot of things. You don't just have, your whole life isn't based around exercise and nutrition. No, you're a human being. You have emotions. You have feelings. You have days when you sleep better. You have days when you pack your proper meal. That's how this goes. We are not perfect all the time. I'm certainly not. And my whole job is based around fitness and nutrition. So if you are struggling, remember being hard on yourself and thinking that, oh, I failed. What's the point? Isn't going to get you any further thinking, okay, this didn't go as planned. Why is that? What can I do next time? That is going to get you so much further down the road than extremes and thinking I have to be perfect. I have to do this. And if I can't, what's the point? So if you are struggling, know you aren't alone, but also know that changing your mindset around your approach to food around those challenges in those days when, yeah, things aren't easy. That is the, the difference in coming out ahead in feeling at peace with food and feeling like you're actually making progress because sometimes that progress we're looking for where we think it's going to be the scale number going down. That's not the progress that actually is the most impactful. Sometimes the progress that's the most impactful is when you stop feeling guilty about eating certain foods, when you stop feeling deprived, when you stop feeling, Oh, 
There's a good foods list and a bad foods list. Those are the things that for the most part have a bigger impact on how we move forward than hitting a certain number on the scale, a number that no one's going to see that no one's really going to care about. And that well, truly is going to fluctuate every day and throughout the day. So yes, I get wanting to see change. I get wanting to make progress, but being kind to yourself and taking care of your mental health in the process is always going to be important. So don't discredit that. Don't downplay that. Take time, be reflective, ask yourself those questions. I promise it will serve you moving forward. Don't just think, oh, that's a waste of my time. I'm going to just start again. No, it's not a waste of your time. Starting over and over and over is not only exhausting and tedious, it makes it hard to keep going. And I think that sometimes people go, oh, I'm such a failure. I haven't made any progress. I haven't seen the number go down. But the fact that you keep trying says so much more about you than the fact that you've had slips. It says that you're resilient. It says that you're persistent. It says that you're a hard worker. Those are the things that it tells about you. So it doesn't matter how many times things don't go as planned. Keep moving forward. You've got this. You can do this. I know you can because I have been where you are. I have, I still am some days and I still struggle and that's, that's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's how you move forward. That's important though. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. If you have questions, don't forget you can DM me on Instagram at justget.fit or if you're interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, please email me at nikki at justget.fit.